Hey everyone, welcome to the PFF Betting Podcast. I am your host, Kendall Valenzuela, joined by PFF data scientist Ben Brown, as always. And today we are breaking down all of our favorite NFL player props for week 14. So let's get into it. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's just that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF, bet $1 on any team to score, and win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Then week 14, I'm excited. What people are going to find out about you and I is that we love our quarterback props. And I think that is the perfect place to start today, breaking down week 14. Um, So let's start. You like Washington football team quarterback Taylor Heineke. You like his under 0.5 interceptions. I, I think that's a like a perfect way to start the podcast today. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a sweat. I mean, anytime you get into, you know, the interception props, obviously they hinge on one particular play. I know our friend mm-hmm. Eric Eager did some research in the offseason. <laughs> it is like uh, much better if you're trying to predict interceptions to use uh, turnover-worthy plays. Uh, a guy okay. that, you know, hasn't really been all that bad in a turnover-worthy play perspective, Taylor Heineke. I know a lot of people think of him as kind of this like journeyman quarterback sort of situation, but he's played really well. I think he's like the third best PFF passing quarterback over the last four weeks. Uh, and he's kind of carried them. And I think uh, the Dallas Cowboys defense, big play dependent, has actually had a high degree of um, turnover-worthy plays turned into interceptions. I think they're at like the mm-hmm. third highest rate in the NFL at doing that. So I think there is some uh, regression slash variance world in there. And I think that, you know, Taylor Heineke at a plus price is uh, probably a little bit too good to ignore here on Sunday. So it's a, it's a great starting spot for it's us to kind of get start. hot here, I think. For sure. I know, it's so. a great start. I think this game is interesting too because it's really, for the Washington football team, it's an all or nothing NFC East matchup, right? Because realistically, realistically, it's crazy to even say Taylor Heineke um, needs to win this game for like a playoff picture perspective, but they need to win outright to keep that their division hopes at least alive. Right. And I mean, they and like, you know, they obviously would benefit greatly if they were actually able to, Mm -hmm. you know, pull off the victory outright. So that's, you know, they have uh, what is it like 54 percent playoff uh, chance right now? Obviously, that swings pretty heavily to the downside, gets closer to 30 percent if they lose this game. So. Uh, I think they're going to play pretty well here. I do think it's going to be a little bit uh, slower of an offensive game in general. 48 points is kind of, uh, you know, the game total. PFF's betting model definitely leans under on that. We also do really like Washington uh, to cover. Mm -hmm. So if both those events happen, I think it's going to be because 
Taylor Heineke plays a pretty clean football game, and there isn't any interceptions. So, I'd, at the plus price, I think it's uh, I think it's just it's a good spot to be in. That's for yeah. sure. So, yeah, the plus price is awesome. Well, I want to stick with this game. I want to stick with the Cowboys and Washington football team, and I want to talk about Antonio Gibson. Yes. Ben, I don't know. I think right now um, Antonio Gibson is his rushing yards prop is set at sixty six and a half. And I still feel like I kind of like this over, but I think the key here, Ben, is to monitor that J.D. McKissick situation because he was still questionable this week um, with a concussion, right? right? So we really, and at the time of filming this, we don't know. But over, I, I want to focus then more on the Dallas Cowboys because over their last three games, the Cowboys have allowed on average 140 point seven, so 141 rushing yards per game, right? And so I think... If, if you monitor the situation with McKissick, Gibson's rushing yards total closed last week around 71 and a half, and he finished with 88. So right. I think the spot here is really nice. And that was against Las Vegas. Um, so to me, I want to grab it. I'm, I might still grab this anyway at 66, 66 and a half because Dallas's offense it, in general, in the last couple of weeks, they really haven't been perfect. They haven't been great. They've been okay. So like you said, with what we think this game is going to come down to, in my mind, I don't think they're going to blow out in any, in any means. They're not going to blow the Washington football team out. Right. Um, so I don't think Taylor Heineke, I don't think that team is going to abandon the run so quickly. So I do think Antonio Gibson will have a shot at that 66 and a half to go over. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. I think, you know, they're 20th and uh, Dallas is 20th in our opponent just run defense mm-hmm. grade. Uh, so definitely bottom half of the league in that regard. And, you know, Antonio Gibson has gotten over his rushing yardage prop number in the last four games, mm-hmm. exceeded it, you know, quite drastically in the last two haven't really seen too big of an adjustment with you. So I definitely agree. If Jaden McKissick okay. isn't playing, uh, it doesn't seem like they're all that inclined to get Jarrett Patterson all that involved. So I do think, yeah. you know, 67, 66 and a half uh, receiving yards is a, is a great spot to play Gibson. So we're based on, you know, how we expect Washington to hopefully cover, if not win outright. So hopefully at Taylor Heineke, we are needing you Need to cover it, this right? game because both of these first props are really making sure that they do not get blown out by the Dallas Cowboys. Right. So I like those first two. Let's move on then. And let's do Patrick Mahomes. I love this with you, Ben, because you are so, um, what's the word positive. You are, you think that Patrick Mahomes is going to go over two and a half passing touchdowns. And I love that because the Chiefs are really facing, they're facing the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, and you just, you still like, I like it at the plus, plus price of plus 136 right now. So over two and a half passing touchdowns for Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously 10 point spread. <laughs> uh, PFF Greenline actually does lean a little bit in the Raiders direction. So hopefully it's a little bit okay. more contested. We also like the under. So uh, this definitely isn't my favorite play here, but I think at, you know, plus price, if you already kind of bet mm-hmm. maybe the Raiders, and the under, this is a decent hedge. And there are, you know, at least some scenarios where all three of them could potentially happen, especially if, you know, Raiders jump out to an early lead uh, and Mahomes is playing catch up here. So uh, he hasn't done it all that often. I think basically this last time he did do it was against this Raiders team when he threw for five, yeah. five interceptions. And that was kind of the start of this Raiders defensive uh, demise. They were, you know, a top five unit for a little while. Now they're 13th overall and our opponent adjusted defensive grades. So mm-hmm. uh, if they if they struggle to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes, uh, it's going to be a really long day, day for that defense. And I do think he's probably going to go over it. But I lean more toward the under in this game. So this definitely isn't uh, okay. my favorite bet here of the weekend. <laughs> 
you're like, take this with a grain of salt. Grain he of salt. might do this. Right. I feel like it's either going to be one or the other. We're either going to see five touchdowns, Patrick Mahomes, or we're going to see um, zero, zero, zero passing touchdowns, right. Patrick Mahomes. Right, right. So it'll be I'm, interesting. Right. Yeah. And his price, you know, 40% of the time he needs this mm-hmm. to happen in order to break even. So it doesn't even have to be, you know, coin flip differential uh, to pay <laughs> off here. So I uh, I don't mind it a little bit. Here. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I'll, I'll tail you on that one and give you, if, if anyone has watched Ben and I, before we started doing this podcast together, we did play. We did props uh, before every Island game. Mm-hmm. And Ben was generous and kind enough to always, always support my anytime touchdown scores, which was just a blessing because sometimes it would get a little rough. So I will tell you with the Patrick Mahomes two and a half touchdowns by saying I do think Travis Kelsey, I think they're going to have a connection on Sunday. And I think Travis Kelsey is going to score a touchdown anytime um, the price, obviously, it's not it's not a sexy pick, Ben. I mean, we know right. that. And I'm trying to actually just manifest this for my fantasy team. I've got like a 50% shot to make the playoffs. So I really need Travis Kelsey Travis. to get it together. Need to get it together. Um, but I, he didn't score week 10 against this Raiders team. But he still has big games against the Raiders. So that's kind of, I'm kind of going historical here. And the Raiders against tight ends. They've allowed the most tight end touchdowns this season at 0.8 uh, per game. And no team, this is the kicker, no team allows more receiving yards to opposing tight ends than Las Vegas. I mm-hmm. believe it's close to 60, 68 yards um, per. So I think I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey. It's easy, it's simple, um, but it's there. Yeah, definitely. I, I actually agree 100%. I don't think this is going to be a Tyreek Hill uh, type Mm-mm. of game. Casey Hayward Jr., I think we should be able to uh, limit him quite a bit. So if the Chiefs are successful offensively, I do think it's actually going to come through a pretty heavy target dose for Travis Kelsey. So I'm backing you on this one. I like yes. it quite a bit, too. I think it's I think it's a perfect <laughs> fit with uh, Patch Mahomes to go over 2.5. So exactly, exactly. And we're staying, we're staying in this game. You actually like another one, and it's a quarterback prop, not a rushing prop, though. Right. So that's okay. We'll get to those later. Um, but you like Derek Carr. You like Derek Carr under 0.5 interceptions on this one, too. Yeah, definitely. I'm riding the I'm riding the interceptions on Riding the interceptions. Bit. It's, uh, it's a little nerve-wracking. <laughs> I just think the Chiefs uh, definitely have performed better than ex- expected over the past mm-hmm. five weeks, especially. But I just don't I don't think they're as good as kind of what their uh, these box score stats indicate. Uh, Derek Carr has been much better in the turnover-worthy play area and negative graded, negative graded throw area uh, than the majority of quarterbacks in the NFL. I think he's going to have to play a pretty clean game here. Obviously, if the Raiders are going to keep pace. So uh, at plus 115, I do think him going under interceptions, I think, is uh, is pretty worthwhile. Sprinkle on uh, you know, Sprinkle. quarterback play as well. So we'll Sprinkle, see. exactly. Sprinkle. Uh, those. It's so tough when we bet these. Um, under interceptions because you're just holding your breath the whole game and it's just sometimes i'm messaging you and i'm like why i I know it's (laughs) it's horrible it's a horrible horrible game to play but i like it i do like that one too i like anytime you get um an under quarterback interceptions prop uh with that kind of like plus price i feel like it's hard to hard to miss there um but moving on you do another quarterback prop Uh, we're just going to ride the quarterback props today ben but you like lamar jackson to go under 230 and a half passing yards um and i you know this game baltimore ravens against the cleveland browns i feel like that's weird in and of itself because the real question ben is if that ravens loss to the steelers was real life first of all or potentially a trend that we're going to see starting Mm -hmm. today um so this game just just in 
these games in general could get a little weird. So you like his under 230 and a half passing yards. Yeah, definitely. I mean, these teams basically just faced each other two weeks ago. Browns yeah. then got to go on a bye uh, and the Ravens mm-hmm. obviously lost to the Steelers last week. So I think, you know, two weeks to prepare. Uh, this is could potentially turn into a lopsided affair. Basically, the spread open with the Ravens slightly favored. It's it's now moved mm-hmm. all the way up to the Browns uh, minus three, which getting up to that minus three number is pretty significant. So uh, I do think that it is correct still too, right? Okay. And I think that the Browns could potentially uh, roll here a little bit. If they do, uh, I don't think Jackson's going to get anywhere close to his passing average number. So I do have, you know, two player props that I think are, you know, correlated with that outcome. Uh, Cause that's mm-hmm. kind of a spot that I do. I do kind of want to press that here, uh, given, you know, the state of the Ravens, especially uh, defensively, they're really banged mm-hmm. up on along the offensive line. They're also really banged up. So uh, against, you know, the second best defense in the NFL, I think it's going to be uh, pretty slow moving for their offense here. Interesting. On Sunday, so interesting. Well, you said, and you said that you have props that correlate with that. And the other one you have is Mark Andrews yes. to go under four yes. and a half receptions. So that's kind of, so oh, wow, that's interesting. So you think that they're kind of going to be a slower Ravens team and that they're not going to bounce back from that Steelers almost, you know, almost right. win. Yeah. I okay. think, I think, I think it's going to be a spot where the Browns, you know, roll. So I would maybe, I maybe even think about, you know, Brown's alternate line or something like that. I just have wow. a really hard time seeing the Ravens staying relevant in this game, uh, given, you know, the differential and rest situation. Um, you mm-hmm. know, these teams just played each other two weeks ago. And now, you know, Kevin Stefanski has uh, extended time to game plan. Of course, we've seen the Ravens respond before, but I think, you know, in preparation for them still getting into the playoffs, I think this could be a spot where people, uh, you know, probably are a little bit overvaluing them. So I do, I do think that you know, Ravens are uh, sorry, Lamar Jackson under 230 passing yards and Mark Andrews under 4.5 receptions are both you know pretty solid plays, especially with okay. Andrews being you know plus price basically on his reception props. So. Yeah. So you're basically you're you're punishing Mark Andrews for last week. You're just yes. saying, you know what, also, they're gonna fade they're gonna fade you, I'm gonna fade you. You should have exactly. caught that. <laughs> right. That's all I can say, right? I mean <laughs> I know that one was painful for me because I actually do oh. uh, a late a late week uh, betting column and I had the game to go under and the Ravens to win oh. outright. So I didn't even need him to cover. Uh, and of course he dropped that in order and it would have, you know, both sides would have hit in that if you would have oh caught that. So it was a Rough. little bit of a stink. So maybe I am, you know, taking it personal. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm going to take it. Week. Yeah. Yeah. Trying I'm going to take down. it out on the Ravens. Right. I will say, I don't know. I have a feeling that the Ravens might win this game. Oh, I saw boy. the spread is at two and a two plus two and a half. Right. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. So it's but... up to three now even. Oh, so it's been moving all it? 100% in the Browns direction, basically all. Okay. Week, so. Interesting. So you fade, I don't know. I guess it's just a feeling. A yeah. yeah, I guess it's just a feeling. I don't know. Baker Mayfield. Like, have you seen that graphic where it's um, the 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 cycle of Baker Mayfield? Yeah, and it's like get hurt. <laughs> so I feel like this game is going to prove the doubters the wrong. Right. <laughs> I don't think he's going to do it. Um, but that's just a feeling. I have literally nothing to back that up. But I like both of those. I do think it's going to be a um, closer game. Uh, like kind of like you're saying a little bit with in in terms of uh, scoring, like low scoring a little right, bit. So. Right, right. So we'll see. But your next one, I think this one might be my favorite one um, of the day. And that is Stefan Diggs over six and a half receptions. And this game, just in general, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Buffalo Bills is huge. That has to be one of the biggest games of the weekend besides the Cardinals hosting um, the Rams. So it's just uh, and and the Bills are underdogs, right? Right. I think this is only the second time this season the like the Bills and Rams are underdogs. So this one will be fun. But Stefan Diggs over six and a half receptions, I really like. 
Yeah, definitely. So yeah, like you said, Bills are three and a half point underdogs. I think that kind of uh, says something about uh, the strength at which the market evaluates the Bills right now. Because, uh, you know, we have them basically as the fifth best team in the NFL. I think anybody you ask would have the Buccaneers at one or two. So the fact Mm -hmm. that, you know, in Tampa Bay, uh, you know, Buffalo is basically, you know, if, if, if this was a neutral site, they'd be like less than two points, basically uh, worse than the Buccaneers. I do think that uh, that is a little bit of a surprising fact based on, you know, the Bills have really only beaten the Chiefs this year and everyone else that they have beaten hasn't necessarily been all that great. So I don't know. I think we need to see uh, a quality performance from the Bills offense, especially against a good defense, you know, a defense that we have uh, as a top 10 unit, according to our opponent, just to grades. I think the mm-hmm. one way that they're going to be able to do that is targeting Stefan Diggs heavily. So you could see, you know, high passing volume. Obviously, if they're playing from behind, uh, they're going to have even higher drastic run pass split. So I think all of that kind of flows in the direction of Stefan Diggs having a game reminiscent of where he was at in 2020 with this Bills offense. So um so I like I like him to go over six point five quite a bit. I think it's I, I agree with you. It might be, you know, one of the best best betting opportunities here on the weekend. So what do you see what do you see this game looking like too? That's kind of I saw this and I was like when we were prepping for week fourteen, I'm like, oh had this had this one circled um since games ended last week. So what do you think this game comes down to? Yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to if, you know, Josh Allen can actually have some success against this mm-hmm. Buccaneers defense. Uh, you know, a lot of people have, you know, the Bills is a really good unit. We have them as a top five unit, defensive unit, our opponent just a grade. So maybe they can slow down the Buccaneers, but I don't think that's necessarily going to happen. So I think, you know, 14-3 probably is where uh, we're looking uh, as we get close to halftime. Hopefully the Bills okay. have possession towards the end of the half if they score there, 14-10. Uh, kind of still on pace to probably go under, but I think the second half could potentially turn into a little bit of a shootout. So uh, whoever has the ball at the end, hopefully is the team that, you know, ends up winning it outright and we'll see if that's actually the bills here so oh that's gonna be fun that's gonna right. be such a fun one to watch I'm, I'm excited for that one but um i also have another i feel like once we get going with these ben we have to have a name for these because i have like a long shot of the day right and it's okay. an anytime touchdown score so i'm just gonna i'm gonna throw it at you and i want to hear what you have to say but it's austin walter anytime um and i'm just kind of saying why not because i found him at plus 400 um and i think so New York Jets. Um, and I don't right now, Elijah Moore held out of practice on Wednesday and Thursday um, with that quad injury. And Tevin Coleman, I think, has been ruled that he's not out. playing. Yep, yeah, Tevin he's Coleman's not playing. Out, so. so this is another one where you kind of have to watch the injury news. But if Elijah Moore is limited, not playing, um, whatever they decide, I think it's going to be Austin Walter anytime um, because I just, it's a feeling. It's just a long shot. Um, so, like, to me, if you watch, Austin Walter, he could sneak in there anytime. Um, and I think the price is great to grab him if it, if it happens, if Elijah Moore is not there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, who else is there really, right? I mean, yeah, they got, you Johnson? Know, I guess Ty Johnson is you yeah. know, the other option he played. Uh, you know, 45% of the snaps last week had... What was it? Yeah, not not a ton of the carries actually. Which well, is and I feel surprising. like Johnson. I, I feel one like one rush attempt, right? Yeah, so. and I feel like Johnson's like their big like third down back kind of guy. Right, like right. I, he's not. I don't think he's going to be that like. And it's it's going to be tough because of obviously who they're playing against. But I just think that they can f- maybe find you know a crack in the red zone once, and hopefully he sneaks in there. But this is all um, under the assumption that maybe they're going to really limit Elijah Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Walter played eight offensive snaps last week. 
-hmm. ran a route on a high percentage of them, did have two targets. So, yeah, I mean, hey. uh, he could hey. be a little bit more of that mixed in. Obviously, yeah, just him and Ty Johnson kind of competing for those carries. Mm -hmm. So, I do think uh, it's worth, you know, worth a little bit of a shot here. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind the shot, shot chasing, I, know. I guess. That's right? why so I said we're going to we're going to come up with a name for these. And it's going to be it's going to be a long shot. Yeah. Maybe we should get the <laughs> listeners to, like, submit the best. Yes. You know, acronym or something or phrase for those things and like the winner can it. get like you know some pff gear or some swag yes. or something like that yes. i don't know send for us sure, so. send us some send us some yeah send us some names that you think because these are going to be the ones that you tell your buddies on monday you're like oh yeah austin walter yeah i took him He's anytime who, who didn't yeah screenshot who didn't? that right screenshot <laughs> literally stuff, so. is there anything else though you like ben on this um sunday slate for week yeah, 14 i mean i gotta you know george obviously isn't joining me on this podcast unfortunately but mm -hmm. i do have to keep the quarterback rushing props yes. uh churning since they have been so hot <laughs> this year so i'm gonna give you three of them you can maybe choose you know what one you think okay. is best but uh, but I'm going to start with what I would assume is your least favorite and kind of work to your oh. most favorite. So I do think Davis Mills over five, 4.5 rushing yards uh, against that Seattle defense. I don't think that Seattle defense is going to have the same amount of success uh, against the Texans offense as I saw last week with the uh, Indianapolis Colts. So I like Mills to, you know, potentially be okay. able to, you know, move the football uh, at a, at least NFL respectable rate. I do think one or two of those times, especially if the Seahawks, you know, are forced to blitz a lot. Uh, I do think he's going to go over there. So I do think he can get over 4.5 rushing yards. Another one I like mm -hmm. Baker Mayfield over 6.5 rushing yards. Okay. Uh, Baltimore's banged up defensively, especially in the secondary yep. do blitz at a really high rate. So uh, if they continue that trend, which I think is probably going to be the only way that they keep up, uh, you know, like they're, fourth the fourth best pressure rate in the nfl um i think it's going to come from that so i think you know baker's okay. going to have one or two opportunities uh to sneak around here and i think if he's feeling dangerous he's going to go over 6.5 rushing yards so i like that outcome here uh quite a bit and then maybe my favorite joe burrow over 7.5 obviously he's done it for us before mm -hmm. uh got over 6.5 or did he didn't get over 6.5 no he, he didn't six yeah that's yeah. right I, I, yeah i bet it's that yeah, <laughs> i know because it was painful right. it was painful because he did he rushed twice like two more than it shows but it got called back due to penalties right, so right, i was kind right, of pissed <laughs> right right that one was frustrating i do think against san francisco uh this week over 7.5 that's a pretty good bet okay. so i like those three quarterback rush props but i gotta know I what one those. do you like Ooh, is the real question you know so. Sadly, and just to let everyone know, I am a huge Seattle Seahawks fan. Uh, grew up there my whole life before going to college. And it is so sad for me to say that I love the Davis Mills one there best. There we go. Five and a half. I mean, five and a half. That's almost like when we bet um, Tom Brady or we see Big Ben run for over 0. Right. 0.5 yards. It's fantastic They're to watch those guys run. Right. I know, they are. I know, they Tom are. Brady's up to 1.5 rushing yards. Uh, I know. Prop number here today. I don't necessarily love that one, but Davis no, Mills 4.5. I think I think that's a slam dunk. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, I like so. that one a lot, especially at five and a half. I mean, and the Seattle Seahawks defense is just the same. It's always been trash. So right. <laughs> it's perfect. Right. right. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ben. As always, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.